Oh yeah, you found us. We back. We back. Yeah, it's been a minute. And no, we're not giving a reference to that song that Tyler Hubbard wrote for Jason Aldean, We Back. But uh, <laughs> yeah, that song that's it's on the radio right now. But that song is trash. Anyway, uh, yeah, welcome back to the Trevor Tapes. Yeah, it's been a while. We're on. This is episode six, and um, yeah, we uh, we took a little of a breather. We wanted to live some life, I guess. Um, we had a really good talk the other night. We were just like, anyway, our, we, we were just struggling. Our lives were horrible. We were like, our lives suck. We're struggling. Everything sucks. And, but yeah, sometimes it's really good. You know, keep those people that you have really close with you, like keep them close and just continue to talk to them because there's nothing like a good talk with your best friend. So they really, we had a really good talk and it, it just gives you some perspective on life and it just, you know, you hit a nice reset button and you're like, okay. Today's a new day. It's not not every day is bad. Not every day is gonna suck. Days are gonna suck, but they're not all gonna be that bad. I'll tell you one thing. I haven't, Daniel. I haven't actually told you this. Mm-hmm. Speaking of days that suck, while we're on the subject, so I went to this past weekend. I went to the Galleria in Dallas. The Galleria is a big mall uh, in downtown Dallas. Um, it's like three or four stories. And right in the middle of the Galleria, there is an ice skating rink. I was with some family. I was with my aunt and uncle, my cousin, my sister. My cousin's like, she's like 10 or something, and she wanted to go ice skating. Do you know how to ice skate? Uh, yes. Are you good? <laughs> no. Uh, no. Okay, got good. Me neither. Anyway, I've, b- I've been a couple of times. Boy, let me tell you something. We're waiting in line, in this really long line. I'm like... Her name is Danielle. I'm like, Danielle, I'm going to bust my butt out there. Hmm. It's going to be a disaster. I'm all right, but I've only ever ice skated like four times, and it just doesn't go It doesn't go well. I, I fall a couple of times, but this time particularly. So, I'm, so picture this, a nice ice skating rink in the middle of a mall, and in the middle is this big Christmas tree. Um, and it is really high up. It, it goes through, like, I think all three stories. It, it's a tall Christmas tree. So I'm going in circles, and all of a sudden, some dude, I guess, and I didn't see it. I, yeah, my, this is, I'm just, like, quoting my uncle, but apparently he got up under my skates as I was, like, trying to continue to go in the circle, and I fell down. Not only did I fall down, have you, have you ever seen Ridiculousness with uh, Rob Deerdeck, Chanel West Coast, and Stilo Brim? Basically, yeah. they look at like funny videos of people falling and hurting themselves or something gross. Like mm. it's like a like a like a what do you call it? Like a compilation type of show. Anyway, and then there's like a little reaction. It's called Ridiculousness on, and then yeah, the girl's on MTV. Like, <laughs> <laughs> She's got the funniest laugh. I don't care what anybody says. But I fell, and when I fell, my uncle said my legs went straight up into the air <laughs> like I was doing like a spread eagle, like I was a cheerleader. And I went flat on my back. I thought I felt my back pop, and I also, I hit my head on the ice. Really? Yes. I have been in pain for like three days. I am hurt. Like, my neck be hurting. I be serving them tables. I be <laughs> like, mm, as I'm... So You're like, here's wait, your water. What, ha- <laughs> <laughs> what, what happened? So a guy skated by you? Yeah, and, like, so I was just going, and I I guess he he accidentally got, like, under my skates. What do you mean under your skates? So, like, we were going, and then 
he was like maybe trying to dodge me, and while he was dodging me, his like probably oh, his... his foot like got cut up under my foot mm. as I was, you know, had one foot up, you know, Did as you you're, get as cut you're skating. By the blade? Uh, you know, I told her too. I was like, "Someone's gonna skate over my hand. I'm gonna be real pissed off." <laughs> but no, I I didn't have <laughs> I didn't have any any cuts or anything. But boy, I went to the ER because I thought I had a concussion. Like it was a it was a really? big it was an ordeal. Yeah, uh-huh. it was it was my first time to the ER. I I told my mom. I mean, I didn't walk out with a concussion or anything. But I was like, I'd be kind of excited if I got like my first concussion. Yeah, like just say I had one. My sisters had one before. I'm like, why can't I have anyway? Jealous. <laughs> So it's yeah, good. I've been. Gosh, I'd be taking these pain relievers. Uh, my neck hurts. I can. <laughs> so we were driving. Me and my sister were driving to a concert, and um, I told her, "I'm like, hey, can you look to the right and see if I can like get over? Because <laughs> <laughs> it hurts to look over to change lanes on the on the highway." Oh man, I was like, oh, it's just in so much pain. <laughs> my neck be hurting. I can't even turn turn my head. Like, uh, I, long story short, I ain't never going to ice skate again. And not unless I get some proper lessons and I'm probably going to need to wear a helmet too. Mm-hmm. And for all you ice skaters out there or people that don't like, no, actually for all you people that don't like to ice skate, you ever need to pop your back, get on an ice rink and just fall down. <laughs> <laughs> Cause that's what happened to me is not fun. Yeah. Well, here, how about this? Mm-hmm. We haven't introduced any segments yet, so let's let this one be our first one. Let's slow it down a little bit and give you the ballad of an empty billfold. Now, for this segment, we wanted to we wanted to use this time as you know just a you know a chance for us to get something off of our chest, specifically related to work, because both of us are in industries, myself, the service industry, restauranting, Daniel in the retail industry, working at um, a department store. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people don't piss us off, mm-hmm. and we try not to bring uh, work home with us and complain to each other, but sometimes it just it never fails because some people just get on your dang nerves. They just come in with the worst complaints. They come in with the worst attitude. Yeah. So we thought for this segment, you know, the ballad of an empty billfold, we're just two two people, not in college, billfolds looking a little scarce, and you know we're gonna use this time to go off on people. Mm-hmm. So. Would you like to get started? Um, you first. Go off. Okay. I have to get the ball rolling because it's like I have to bring all the memories back. Yeah. Give me like a, like like two or three instances or maybe even just – if you only have one, give me one. Okay. So during Black Friday – I love Black Friday. Okay. Let me tell you something about Academy. So what <laughs> – their rule is, well, I mean, every store does this, but it's like, um, treat the customer right no matter what, you know? So whatever, at, as soon as they leave, they have to be treated right but before they leave. So, um, so what happens is that's the, the store that I work at has a lot of deals, um, happening pretty much every week. And these deals are pretty hard to keep track of um, because almost every 
every couple of days something is added to that to those deals um but it, these deals are very specific like oh this size of a cup or that size of whatever else um so sometimes um what will happen is uh, a customer will show up to my register and i will ring it up it's not the price that they saw. Mm-hmm. And what do they say? Well, I'll tell you what. One guy, he's like, he starts <laughs> talking to me like I'm a horse. He's like, whoa, whoa, hold on there. Hold on there, partner. Well, that ain't right. That ain't right. And I'm like, what's wrong, sir? He's like, whoa. He's like, that, that's, not what I, that's not what I read on the, on the sign over there. <laughs> and then... And here's the thing. So my reaction is to, okay, there's two ways. Either I let it slide, you know, treat the customer right. Yeah, just reduce the price to whatever it said, even if whatever, even if it was wrong. And they just misread it. Or I make a big deal out of it, make an announcement, start calling departments, and then send one of the employees to go check the actual price on it. So I like to do that more because then they 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 it's become a big deal and uh and when i do that then after a while they get they get sort of like embarrassed and all this stuff the 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 thing which I'm they most, should the thing i'm most happy about is whenever they're stupid and don't know how to read and then we prove it because then they don't want to do it again um, but we have a few customers that regularly show up, um, move the item to a shelf that has a clearance tag on it, even if it's for a different item. Here we go. Take a picture of it and then fight us and say, hey, uh, no, you have all of these on this shelf, so you're, it's your problem for putting the prices on the wrong places, you know? Uh-uh. And and so the policy is like you know take care of the customer. So a lot of times our managers don't want to deal with that. They'll uh, they'll just be like yeah just honor it just 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 take away this key. So one of the biggest things they do is like with Yeti Yeti coolers that are like <laughs> two or three hundred dollars. They'll put it next to these old cheap ones that you like find. Cool. Like, the, like the Coleman ones. Those <laughs> Coleman ones that you always find like on the side of the house. Like they're always like. <laughs> They're always trying to throw them away. Um, <laughs> they're always filled with uh, rainwater. They're always Stop. in an alley. Anyways, so, and then they get, so basically, like, they get a better discount than I would with my employee discount. And I'm right. Like, I could just go to another academy, make a big deal out of it, and then uh-uh. they would honor it and not say I'm an employee. That is sad. I cannot handle people. Another thing, here's another thing. Another thing is, so when it comes to shoplifting, I don't care if you guys want to shoplift. That's none of my business, honestly. Which, when he he tells me stories about shoplifting all the time, and sometimes I think he's lying, but he he's he's straight up telling me that people. I'm like, in my mind, no one's actually shoplifting, but he says it happens at least once a week. Yeah. So, so we know the people that shoplift, but the rule, the policy is you can't touch them. You can't assume that they're shoplifting. You can't even you can't even tell them to empty their pockets. So, so these uh, people will show up 
pretty regularly, go to their department, um, stuff their clothes with, their, yeah, stuff their body with these clothes or shoes or whatever it is, and walk out the store. And the funny thing is a lot of the time, they have a getaway driver, so the getaway driver is usually parked right outside, so they, so right, so what they'll do is they'll just walk nonchalantly uh, through the doors, and then you like, beep, 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 beep. And then you hear the, the security saying, sir, sir, or ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. <laughs> Have there been any ma'ams shoplifting? Yes. Okay. I, I, in my mind, I'm like, only dudes are shoplifting, but then, oh, yeah, my God. Yeah. No, one of the, the, the main thing is, like, people bring in uh, baby strollers Stop. with the blanket over it to cover it. And they ain't got no baby they in got there. got no baby in there. <laughs> so then the thing is, we have radios, so we, we just hear guys uh keep a lookout on uh on a you know yada 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 with a with a baby stroller um just check that there's a baby (laughs) 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 so anyway so it beeps and then they as soon as they're out then they start sprinting into their car or the back door they throw it in there, and then the getaway driver tries to tries to just step on the gas and they drive <laughs> off, and that's it. Right. Oh my gosh! Um, so, anyway, so that happens happens pretty regularly. Wow. Uh, and yeah. also, we always find the aftermath of it when we don't find out that someone shoplifted. Mm-hmm. So we'll find uh, <laughs> in the shoe department, we'll find. Like old crusty shoes <laughs> in a box, and then and then be like, oh yeah, someone shoplifted. Oh my god! Is there anything that y'all can do about that? No. No. Well. Um. Someone from apparel told me that they found like underwear and like stuff like that. Are you the, kidding me? In the dressing room. Like that is so sad. Well, we really named this. That's a good little ballad right here. Um, no, it's just like. Another thing is, why do why do customers think they can treat employees like 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 slaves or something oh. like that? It's like, why you gotta talk to me like that? You know, mm. you're screaming at me. Uh, why mm. are you giving me attitude? You know? mm. I'm just being, you know, I'm just doing a job. Mm. A lot of these people are older than me. You know, like they're already well established in whatever they're doing. So. Uh huh. They're spending a lot of money at that store. Yeah, gotta buy that gun safes. Yeah, those gun safes. <laughs> <laughs> and then they ask, they ask like this, like. Anyways. Okay. I okay, don't okay. even care. <laughs> uh, and then they they talk so derogatory that it makes you wonder: Did they ever work? Were they ever young? Like, do they understand that? You know, like we're human. Should we? Well, like, why even buy? That's so sad. Well, let me tell you. So that's, so that's the retail industry. Let me tell you a little bit about the service industry. I'm gonna give you some options. You know, the songs playing. You know, we're feel we're in our feels. I'm gonna give you some options, and you just tell me two. You 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 did two, so I'll do two. Mm. I'll give you two thirteen, bar drinks, offering desserts, on the side. Is the restroom. Are these my options? Yeah. Um, what was the first one? 213? 213. 213. 
<laughs> just okay. Um, I'm to read it one more time. Two thirteen. Bar drinks, offering desserts, on the side, is the restroom. Uh, is the restroom is my first choice, and then two thirteen is my second choice. Might as well keep the keep the song going, cause okay. here here we go. Right. People. Let me tell you something. While I am running up and down this restaurant, sometimes sprinting, with drinks in hand, giving you the best service that I possibly can. I've been in the service industry for almost three years now. While I am running up and down this restaurant, giving you your food, wiping your butt, wiping your mouth, cleaning up after you spill your water, on my table while you yell at me that something is not cooked right while something that is out of my control I am making two dollars and thirteen cents an hour so after you get your bill let's say you pay with a card and then I you know when you go to a restaurant you gotta be you gotta sign your autograph and then you gotta leave your server a nice tip while you are writing zero on the tip line, and then total is the same price as the original itemized check, I just made $2.13. So if you sat down in my restaurant for an hour, and I served you for an hour, waiting on you hand and foot, I just made $2.13. Tell me how that makes sense. I don't know. Tell me. Do you know? Well, can huh. I tell you, can I be devil's advocate for a moment? <laughs> 30 seconds, go. I don't like tipping. <laughs> okay, but hold. anyways, that's another topic. Yeah, we I'm about to say, your 30 seconds are over. For you non-tippers, go home. <laughs> don't even come. Yeah, well, if you, you no, 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 good. Because if you can't afford to go out, no, let scratch that. If you can't afford to tip, don't go out to a restaurant because you are wasting the server's time and you're wasting their money that they're not already making. And each restaurant gets gets an option to either sub, uh, they can supplement, supplement uh, their employees. So, so let's say I'm making two thirteen an hour, and I don't. And each hour I didn't make minimum wage. The restaurant has the option when they first open the restaurant to either supplement the employee, bump it up to minimum wage, or be like, nope, you're gonna do all tips. So whatever that. It does not matter. Excuse me. Thank you. I don't care whether the restaurant decided to uh, supplement the employee or not. You need to tip. And if you can't afford it, don't go out to eat. Next subject. Yeah, yeah. yeah Dan clearly, you know what, Daniel? What We're not, okay, not like, like we he said. We don't see each other very often. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, like he said, another topic for another uh, podcast. Oh, the other one. You chose, is the restroom, right? My other favorite thing that people do, oh my gosh, I get so mad. So at the restaurant that I work at, while it might be hard to find the restaurant, find the restaurant, find the restroom, these guests will walk into the kitchen where we are preparing our drinks, where we are taking out food, and they go, where's the restroom? Is the restroom back here? I'm sorry. The rest... Uh, I want to reply so bad in this way, but I know I can't. I want to say, 
I'm sorry, sir. No, the restroom is not in the kitchen by the food. It's not there. Go somewhere else. Ask somebody else that's at the front of the restaurant. Look around. Don't be coming up in the back of the kitchen where we are making the food. It's dirty back there. <laughs> You're going to see that. And Don't come back there and ask me if the restroom is right there. The restroom is not in the ba in the kitchen, sir. It's not. At our restaurant, it's by the bar. Could you, so could you please walk somewhere else? Gosh. And that, my friends, was a ballad of an empty billfold. I was waiting for some claps, but I guess. Thank you, thank you. Clap, clap, clap. Whoop, whoop. I guess. Okay, cool. So that was that. So we're going to toy around with a lot of um, different subjects, different topics. We've got a whole whiteboard in our room um, with like, there's like a good 20 um, little segments. Some of them have names. Some of them have working names. Some of them just, they're just there. And we don't, we don't know if we're ever even going to get to them. Um, so yeah, that's how we're going to go like in the future. We want there to be segments so you can all have something to look forward to. Maybe you'll have a favorite segment, and eventually maybe you'll tell it's like, hey, I love that segment. It was good. Yeah. What should we talk about now? Um, I heard you went to a concert. Oh, yeah. I've been gone a little bit recently. I'd just be, I'd just be out, out of town. And I haven't seen Trevor in a while. This, like, <laughs> this podcast is like one of the first times I've seen him. I know, right? Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so bad. Anyway, I've been going to a bunch of concerts recently. Uh, one of them that I went to uh, was Cody Johnson. Cody Johnson played a show with uh, Riley Green and two other acts that I don't care about, nor do I know anything about. Um, and sidebar, that was my first time seeing Riley Green put on a fantastic show. He played an acoustic set. It was so good. Um, but yeah, while I was there, so one of the things that we wanted to do, Daniel was like, hey, just turn on your phone and record some stuff uh, while you're there, and maybe we can use it on the podcast. And I don't know how we'll go about this in the future, but let's just let the people, I think the people want to know what, do you want, you've always wanted to know, like, why do I go to all these concerts? Like, how do I act in these concerts? Like, I'm always with my sister. My sister un understands my concert antics. Like, I'm a screamer. I'm a, I'm a woo. I'm a. I'm a hollerer. I'm a sing-alonger. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. You act a messy. Oh my gosh. Go I'm telling you, great show. I'm like. Oh, so good. I feel like I'm there. I'm remembering. You know, every time I see Cody Johnson, it's like, <laughs> it's a new experience every time. He kind of, he performs some of the same, like, fan favorites every time, but then he'll perform, like, whatever current album he's got out at the time. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. But this, this particular time he played at an indoor venue. Um, I usually see him outdoors, but this one was an indoor venue in Dallas, uh, really close to the State Fair of uh, Texas. <laughs> uh, what song is this? Uh, I don't know, but you're kind of messy. Oh, 
I was not messy. I had no alcohol in my system. This is this, so. This is sober Trevor. Yeah, I can't even imagine drunk Trevor on, at a Cody Johnson concert. But I had no alcohol in my system. I'm just have. I'm living my best life at. <laughs> so when I say like yes, I'm like go off. Yes, hold the. No, you know, sometimes my favorite times to like freak out and be a little messy are when the artist says that one line in the song that everybody knows. And I just, I'm just like, yes, I love that. Or when they do like a nice little vocal riff, maybe a trill in there, a little bit of a, you know, just mm -hmm. do a little, little Mariah little Carey, yeah. little, little extra. I love it. Go ahead. Hey, mm -hmm. I think there's some more. Go ahead and play cut two. Yeah. Me, bro. Someone just said fight me, bro. There's <laughs> <laughs> some tall people up in this audience. It was standing room only. I can't see a thing. I could not. Oh, oh, get it. Hey, hey, hey. I love this song. Yeah, there were some tall people in this crowd. Any country concert, there's going to be a bunch of tall people. And they're probably, as specifically at a Cody Johnson uh, concert, because if you didn't know, he's got a a line of resist all cowboy hats the people in the audience are probably wearing them and you can't see over them if you're like five eight or five nine i'm like five nine or ten uh daniel probably you probably can't see over any of them <laughs> my sister was like i can't see a thing but you know what it was still such a good you realize when it's a standing room only you just you don't have to sit down because i hate sitting down in a concert you just have all the room in the world sometimes depending on if people are on your <laughs> if they're like on your um on your butt and just trying to get all up, all up on you. You don't have a lot of room to dance, but sometimes you go to a good concert, you have all the room in the world to dance. Oh, it's such a good time. Uh, Woo is right. So good. This is uh, his song called Honky Tonk Mood. Yes. Hey, hey, hey. Oh. Okay, okay, that was good. That was a good one. How how many more did I, do I have here? Uh, is there is there anything on cut three? Go play uh play cut three. I listen to some old classical. I mean, is anybody? Oh, he's about to go off. I'll just wait. I was gonna say Frank Ocean. What I what I what I find having this broad of a taste in music is that the lines are very skewed. Mm -hmm. there's, not a, there's not a defining line in country is, music. He does this at a and, lot of uh, his shows. He, I'm he not stops. Gonna hate on anybody. Oh, I'm not going to throw mud. I'm not going to talk trash. I'm not trying to be condescending. I've only been doing this for 13 years. <laughs> oh. I've dedicated most of my adult life to country music. Yes. I'd like to give you my opinion on it tonight. Is that all right? Woo! You better go off. I'm telling you, he, he was ready to go off. He does this at opinion, like right? every one of his shows. So answer honestly. Right. This is going to be fun. This is going to be fun. <laughs> oh. Oh. Yeah, it's going to be fun, all right. It's going to be fun Yikes. when we end up on YouTube. Better spill the tea. <laughs> spill the tea. Spill it. Going to take my horse down the old town road. No. <laughs> no. I'll be honest with you. That's like 50-50. 
I think that's the most people I've ever heard sing that song in one concert. Oh my gosh. You know, the Here's craze of Old Town Road's kind of, it's dying down. Like you don't hear too much about it. That's um, a good song. I, I, I've got a but, gym built out in my house. Boy. Whenever I work out, if it comes on, it don't bother me one bit. We're at the team, we're at the roping pin, you know what I'm saying? It's great. Cody it's Johnson's a great hip-hop song. Cowboy. It's yeah. a great rap song. Yes. You listening to me? That's not country music. Yeah! <laughs> in the moment, I'm like, yes, yes. And I agree. I, Old Town Road is not a country song. That is the furthest thing from country music. Yes. You're right. I can prove to you right now with one chord on this guitar the impact that a real country music song has. Yes. Y'all yeah, just wait. Wait till you Like country music yes. fans know the chords that he's about to play. Yes. Even though I don't like Garth that much. And the crowd just erupted. It was just a riveting moment as a country music fan. So good. I feel like I'm reliving this moment. It, that was a that was a fun time. That, that was a really fun. Um, oh man, that moment had me like rolling. There's there's one more, right? Yeah, go ahead and play me a cut cut uh, four. Oh my gosh. We just got out of the show. This is like our post reaction, Chloe, me and my initial sister. Initial reaction. I just, I don't know where life goes from here. <laughs> he was so great. And I could see him every single night. I could too. I mean, <laughs> there's nobody on the planet doing it like the Cody Johnson. Were my, you losing your voice? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, my voice was gone done. afterwards. Let me just vent for a minute, okay? His show is like so unique. Country-wise, she's never seen him like until that. Uh, He's seen the other so day. many various types of shows, but like Cody Johnson is doing it the right way. Oh yeah, you heard it right here. Honestly, he's doing it the right way, and if you're not doing it close to, similar, like, almost like, please go home. Oh, if you are not Cody Johnson, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Y'all, <laughs> we had the she best. She was just kidding. She was just kidding. She was just JK. kidding. Hey. JK. Just oh kidding. Oh, my gosh. She was just kidding. No, so the Cody Johnson show was so much fun. And I, like I said, every time I see Cody Johnson, it's like I'm seeing him for the first time, even though he kind of performs. He'll perform the same, like, fan favorites. Then he'll perform, like I said, the songs that he has, that he's promoting off of his uh, current album. The show was so good. I went to another concert uh, the other day, actually. Um, it was at Billy Bob's Texas in Fort Worth, the world's largest honky-tonk. And it's December is like that time of the year where a lot of country artists and a lot of radio stations, they're booking these shows called like, here in, in DFW, um, they call it the Tin Man Jam. Um, so basically, 10 artists will come and they will break it up into two segments. And this is just how it's done in Dallas-Fort Worth. I don't know if how it's done in, like, I don't know, Des Moines, Atlanta. Anyway, I don't know how it's done at, like, other radio stations. But here in Fort Worth, uh, Dallas-Fort Worth, they break it up into two segments. I need a shower. I do, too. I'm <laughs> disgusting. I smell. <laughs> yeah. I didn't shower yesterday. I was like, I'll just wait until tomorrow. I'm going to work tomorrow. I had off yesterday. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Yeah. 
we're we're just we're we're just we smelling each other. Had a just, rough couple of weeks. Yeah. yeah, you know, life has been hard. <laughs> we're not even kidding. The ballad of an empty billfold is real stuff. We, yeah. Anyway, water's been tight these past couple of weeks. I know, right? <laughs> that electricity be going off at 11 p.m. Uh, <laughs> okay. We can only afford enough electricity for this podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh! And after that, we gotta sh- turn off the lights. He's not wrong. Anyway, so they break up the 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 ten acts into five and. Um, each five, so each group of five will come on stage, and it's just them and a guitar. And they might have somebody else playing, like, I don't know, like another acoustic guitar. So there might be two guitars for each act. Um, and the lineup here in Dallas-Fort Worth was stacked. We had Chris Young. We had Ashley McBride. Jake Owen. Jake Owens? Jake Owen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what was he know there's there's some news about Jake Owen I guess that I don't is his last name with a Owen or Owens anyway I don't know there's some news on Jake Owens we'll get to in a minute but um yeah you done made me lose my train of thought sorry sorry so so one by one they will perform a song and that sometimes they might give you a little like backstory on the song but they'll play each song acoustically it was such a good show and. This was like the third year that they've done it um, here in Dallas-Fort Worth at Billy Bob's, and the show was so good. Chris Young, for the lineup that was my, the, the group of five that was my fave was Ashley McBride. There was a dude named Trey Landon. I had never heard of him before. Ashley McBride, Trey Landon, Chris Young, Jake Owen, and Parker McCollum. He was, uh, there was a mystery artist that they had been promoting, and uh, Parker was the mystery artist. And sidebar, what an experience it was to see Texas country and Nashville country mixed together on one stage. I thought it was kind of awkward because, like, Parker McCollum has a huge following here in Texas, um, whereas I'm pretty sure Chris Young or even Jake Owen has probably not even heard a Parker McCollum song in their entire life. So that was an interesting experience. But I thought, I, I asked my sister afterwards, I was like, I wonder how Ashton McBride feels to be or how it feels to be the best person on that stage. She just showed up everybody, and it was her and her guitar. She didn't bring no backup vocalist. She didn't bring no backup guitarist. It was just her and her guitar, and she just killed it on stage like she always does. And that's why the CMA crowned her the best new artist. Um, the other person who I thought did a really good job, and I was kind of surprised because he's a very he pumps out these like sometimes they're pop country hits, sometimes they're very radio friendly hits, and but sometimes he just pumps out a really good country song. It was Jake Owen, and actually Jake Owen, um, he's getting ready to go on an acoustic tour actually, which I thought was very fitting because I walked away thinking I was like, you know, Jake Owen put on a really good little acoustic set up there, and I was kind of surprised about it. And he's calling it the Down to the Tiki Tonk Tour. Now that is a play on words of his uh, one of his recent singles down at the Honky Tonk. What do you think when you hear Tiki Tonk? What do you think? Uh, retirement. <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, my gosh! No Hawaii. <laughs> the that 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 movie, the Scooby Doo movie, the real life one where they go to that island. Uh, Spooky Island. Spooky Island. I love that movie. I remember I, that's so I good. Of. That's funny. Yeah, so Jake Owen, he, he just recently announced this. It's going to be in 2020. 
Um, yeah, like I said, Jake Owen down to the Tiki Tonk Acoustic Tour with special guest Larry Fleet. Who? Um, they're going to be going to Des Moines, Iowa. Um, let's see. Green Bay, Wisconsin. He's not coming to Texas, so if any of you Texans want to go see him on this acoustic tour, um, he's going to be in Augusta, Georgia at the Miller Theater, uh, Brian J. Marks Hall, or maybe Mobile, Alabama. So if y'all want to go see him and you and you live in Texas, it's probably going to be your closest, um, uh, your closest place that you can go see him at. And I, I, if I could go, I could, but our billfolds are empty, so I, I can't be traveling like that to go see Jayco in Acoustic League. But I would love to. A Jayco in Acoustic show, now that I've seen him acoustic at a, uh, recently at the 10-Man Jam, I would definitely go see this show. Um, any more country news? Oh, I was looking before we started this. I was looking at the, the country media base chart, and our song is climbing. What no. song? Our song. 10,000 Hours? Yes. Really? Yes, it's at number Not nine right now. Song. <laughs> yes, it is. It's his song. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, 10,000 Hours sitting sitting pretty at number nine on the top. Let's see. This one gives me the top 30. So nine out of 30. Dan and Shay, Justin Bieber, 10,000 Hours. I'm still not the biggest fan of that song, but I will say when it comes on the radio, I have a little jam session in my in my car on, on the driver's seat. Mm. They're just so – I just love Dan and Shay. But I was looking through the media base chart, um, and here's a couple of things that I noticed. Number one, there's only six women on there, and none of them are in the top ten. Now, recently at the CMAs, you know, the whole thing was females on uh, country radio, females not getting their fair share, blah, blah, blah. There's not a lot of country song, or not a lot of female country songs on this um, chart. I see Kaylee Hammock, Family Tree. I've never even heard that. Uh, Trisha Yearwood. I don't like the Trisha Yearwood song, so we're going to skip that one. I do like Homecoming Queen by Kelsey Ballerini. Um, that one's sitting at number 20. That's a, It's just her and her guitar for the whole song, and it's really good. Um, Ingrid Andrus. More Hearts Than Mine. I did hear that one on the radio the other day. It was a very, like, singer-songwriter type of type of song. Maren Morris, The Bones, is on there. Hmm. Um, <laughs> Sam Hunt, his, he's sitting at uh, number 10 for, with Ken Folk. Remember Ken Folk? Yeah. Wasn't it a great song? I loved it. Mm. You he Did you hear he got arrested? No. He got a DUI. He recently, yeah, he got a DUI. Really? Yeah. Just paid it off or what? No, he he got a mugshot and everything. He went to jail for a little bit. I'm pretty sure he was smiling in the in the mugshot. Oh, <laughs> good for him. <laughs> Look, country boy. <laughs> you know what? People, there was a big fuss about it, and I mean, there's a big fuss about anybody getting a DUI. I mean, it happens. You you live and you learn and. You just move on. I'm just I'm just ready for the next single from the new album, and I hope it's traditional country sounding. That's all I'm saying. And my last little point about the country media based chart: I be looking at these songs. I don't even like half of them. One man band is the number one song in country music 
for the week of December 2nd through December 8th. One Man Band by Old Dominion. That song is all right. I don't even like Old Dominion. <laughs> and then what else is in the top 10? Thomas Rhett, Remember You Young. Mm. Keith Urban, We Were. Mm. Dustin Lynch, Riding Roads. That song is awful. All of his songs sound exactly the same. He was doing so good. Do y'all remember, um, oh, what was that song? Oh, Cowboys and Angels. That was a great country song. It was so good. And then he made, yep, yep, that's where it's at. And then we were all like, did you forget Cowboys and Angels? Maybe Hurricane? Did you forget about the... You know, one year he complained about not being nominated for a CMA. I'm like, hmm, hmm, hmm. I wouldn't nominate you either. Um, what else is on here? Jimmy Allen, Make Me Want To. I don't like that song. Oh, Jason Aldean, We Back. I don't like that song. I do like Homesick by Kane Brown. There's a, let's see, Blake Shelton, Hell Right, featuring Trace Atkins. Oh, that song is trash. I don't even like some of these songs on that are, like, in the top 30 of country radio right now. I mean, there's a. I like Brett Young Catch. I like that song. I really like Brett Young. I stand. And Riley Green, I Wish Grandpa's Never Died. Sidebar, there's a line in Riley Green's I Wish Grandpa's Never Died that says, I wish country music still played on country radio. I heard that because there was a little controversy, you know, about a month or so ago about how there were certain stations that were changing the lyrics to his song to where it would instead say, I wish uh, George Jones still played on country radio. And he was like, okay, well, then a couple weeks later, I'm pretty sure he wrote a song. <laughs> That's that I don't quote me because I can't remember the lyrics. Um, but he basically said, he basically said, radio people need to leave my, 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 my words alone. So I was like, oh, go off. So it was a very, it was a very mm. riveting moment for me to hear Riley Green's I Wish Grandpa's Never Died on, but radio on a country made radio them. station. Made Radio did not make him. Okay. You're he right. made himself by being a bad country musician. He's so good. Ugh. Uh -huh. So good. Um, so let's close out. I'm going to give you one more country music story. The trending story of the week. Um, let me see. <coughs> Breaking news. Exclusive, exclusive, mm -hmm. right here on the Trevor Tapes. There's a $5,000 reward offered for... <laughs> what, is, what is this, Wild West? What the, what? <laughs> there is a $5,000 reward, and I'm getting this from uh, whiskeyriff.com last time. There's a $5,000 reward for the person that can catch the person that shot a deer... And Luke Bryan's farm. So. Okay, can you give me some context? What, a red what, stag what? deer on Luke Bryan's farm in Maury County, Tennessee, was shot and killed from the road, according to the Tennessean. Now, as the story points out, these deers are not native to the U.S. And I'll, I'm, I'm reading from whiskeyriff.com. Uh, so Luke, his farm manager, uh, would have to had to bring it to the farm. The killing happened sometime between December 4th and December 6th. So some dummy from the road be shooting some 
uh, red stag deer in Luke Bryan's farm. That is farm. That's just well, so he just shot it, and now so they're asking for five thousand dollars for this for this person. What's the problem? The problem is that's illegal. You can't just be shooting some deer from from like the farm to market road that I assume that Luke Bryan lives on. You can't just be shooting some deer from the road like that and then drive away. You got to make sure you got to like, gotta you know, gotta make sure the antlers are right because there's like a thing with antlers. I went, um, mm-hmm. I went hunting one time with one with uh with one of my best friends and I was bored out of my mind. But anyway, <laughs> he, <laughs> I was so bored. He was telling me about like what deers are are legal to shoot and which ones are like illegal oh. to shoot. Um, so it has, you know, things to do with the antlers and the, the little the things that stick out the antlers. I can't remember what it's called. So he didn't even check oh, to see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's a, it's like a certain, like a count. Yeah, the, there's, yeah a, there's, there's a There's a count number of, of like little, the little, little, little spike thing. Little spikes L- on little the. Little spikes. So, yeah, that's. Yeah, <laughs> we're, so this is a country music podcast, not country specifically, like not, not but general this is, country. This is big news. There's five that I'm just letting you know, we don't, I'm not. What if that person from Tennessee drives down to, to Dallas, Fort Worth, and then he stops in Denton and we're like, and then he, let's say he's at the Academy, he's other. at the Academy uh, uh-huh. and he's talking like, yeah, I just got this deer off, you know, from this farm. I was, so I was you're up saying in Tennessee. that I could make, was it 5000 You can make $5,000 if you find the person that shot that deer in Luke Bryan's farm. Well. Okay, so yeah. I'll, I'll have a, a better story for the ballad of a was it lonesome, lonesome wallet? What is it called? An empty billfold. <laughs> and the ballad of an empty billfold. I'll have a better story next time. Oh yeah, so yeah, maybe for next for the next ballad of an empty billfold, that billfold gonna be filled with five thousand dollars. So if you see or hear anybody talking about how they be shooting some random some red stag deer on Luke Bryan's farm. There's probably some number you can call in Tennessee. I don't know what it is. I don't know how you claim this $5,000, but if you say you found the person, you could get $5,000. I think that'll do it. So let's get out of here. Let's go take a shower. I'm going to go first. Because I I guess you can go. I don't care. Mm -hmm. Let's get out of here. Okay. Bye. Oh, bye.